0: Girl, you can't say that! It's you can't hear that! Nah, I Fix your hair! You. Fix your face! Oh, <gasps> right. <that's
1: just> <laughs> Did TV I step out the know.
0: box again? <laughs> what are we talking about today? Oops, my bad. Cold switch. Hi, I'm a professional. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Y'all know I'll be playing. Enter at your own risk. Cuz, sis, this is your talk. Evie here speaking. So let's get into it. All right, so for those of you watching, we're gonna start by shouting out my attire is Grind Blue, on. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna need y'all to go check them out. Go online, get them for Grind food. Moving forward, today's session, I wanna talk about failure. Yes, and I'm gonna try my hardest not to cry. I am, because the truth is, I have experienced a, a, a different type of failure in my life, right? I was born into, um, I don't know how to say it, but rough, rough roughness. Let's just say roughness. And I feel like I failed almost everything I tried all my life, right? For the first time. And recently, I had this hard conversation with my son because I got this job that I didn't even know existed, let alone know that I should apply for it in order for me to understand I was great for it. And even walking into the interview, I said to them at the table, I have no idea about this position. I actually didn't even know this job existed until someone told me about it about uh, two weeks ago when I applied and I can't believe I got the job. But when telling my son, I was like, and make sure you really understand, babe, how much your mom fails all the time and every time what happens. He said, you just don't let people knock you down. I'm like, right, hon, right. And how extreme that is is because I've been in the news so much in my teaching career. It ain't no funny. Sometimes it is for like, oh, my gosh, she's doing something awesome. But a lot of times it's because, oh, my God, what is wrong with her? And uh, a little over six months now, I was in the news and once again failing at the message that needed to be out there. And there was just so many ways that twists and turns and can get us feeling like I should just quit. I should just go with the flow. I should just let whatever's tearing me down, tear me down. And instead... People who were listening reached out to me and was like, nah, this is what we got to do. And then this is what we got to do. And then this is what we got to do. To the point where somewhere in that failure was some success that I didn't even know existed. Right? So if I didn't fail, I wouldn't have gotten this opportunity. And like, that's the message I wish that I could put out time and time and time again. So I've been writing this book um the first few chapters i wrote were like instant oh this is cool this is cool i ended up researching my own life because there were lots of events you ever think like oh i remember this and then you research it and it's like oh it happened like that we convince ourselves that our truth is our truth and it's not so i put the last sentence in a week ago on my book about failures and what i really reflected on was how much I didn't realize I was growing at the beginning of my life every time something happened. I didn't realize that every time I failed, it was teaching me a lesson. I was so caught up in the pain of my failures earlier in life, I really did miss the pieces of success. I really did miss the lessons I was supposed to learn. Now don't get me wrong, clearly I didn't miss them completely because I'm standing here today with lots of success. What I mean by missing them is I got to the point where I was almost quitting on myself, right? So I'm not gonna give the book away, but let's talk a little bit about some things in the book, right? So one thing I talk about is the time when I. <laughs> Sorry, when I think back, I just, I swear my life is just funny to me. But the time when I really, 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 really thought that I was going to be a social worker. I mean, like, I knew this was my life. I had worked so many jobs and I hated them. But I was like, it didn't matter because I'm gonna be a social worker. And then I got a job as a social worker, and day one, day one, failed. Day one, I'm quitting. Like, day one. Y'all understand how ironically hilarious that is, right? That I had 12 jobs, and the whole time I'm like, I'm gonna be a social worker, I'm gonna be a social worker. Only for myself on day one to be like, nope, this is not for me. And you know you got to go to school for that, right? So I went through those years of school just to fail on day one. And it makes me laugh because (laughs) I can't tell you how I was feeling in that moment. So much like failure was the only option. Like it didn't matter... What I did, it didn't matter what I chose next because clearly I just can't get it right. Because this was after me like going to high school and failing, right? I got kicked out of ninth grade and then I was homeless 11th and 12th grade and then you know, GPA, what the ham is that? And then I went to work because college ain't it. And then I went back to school. And, like, you know, I went through all these cycles where I felt like I'm finally going to make it. I'm finally going to make it just for day one. And again, you got to have to read the book to hear the story. But it's moments like that that I was writing about going, oh my God, like, sis, you really was ready to quit. Right? Let's talk about <laughs> teaching career. Y'all, I can't even tell you how many times i failed in this teaching career thing. Because I, when I was in school, right? It was a professor who got me to teach. And he wanted me to take my master's right after my bachelor's. Like he was trying to convince me to go right to the mathematics master's program at Southern. And I'm like, I'm not getting a master's, right? I didn't even want my bachelor's. I was trying to go to Housatonic, get some credits and get a job. Here I am now with way too much schooling behind my belt. I'm not going back to school for a masters, y'all bugging. Me. And so I get to school. I am a teacher year one, year one, I found myself in the principal's office fighting for children, after children, after children after children. Oh I mean fighting for children I mean, all very levels, right? I'm fighting for one not to get expelled because he brought a knife to school. I'm fighting for another to advance her mathematics classes because she was a transfer. I'm fighting for two others to be even put into classes because they came from Africa. Like I felt myself fighting so much, I was banging my head against the wall. And let's not even talk about the people who wrote a blog about me. Year one in teaching, parents wrote a blog about me. Oh, I'm lying. This is year two. Year two. So year two, they asked me to teach the honors freshman class. And one of the students was struggling bad with some pre-skills, right? You know, mathematics builds on each other. So year two of teaching, I told her that she needed to go to the regular general ed class. Her parent comes in and tells me that her daughter should not be with regular kids. And we know I don't know how to wash my mouth, but at this time, I really didn't know how to wash my mouth. So my initial response without thought was, but your daughter's regular. And see, I wasn't coming for her child. But ain't we all regular? Like, that annoys the ham, cheese, and crackers for a minute. I'm about to go on a tangent. But ain't we all regular? I can't stand privileged people with a I think I'm not regular. And I don't mean privilege as in color, I mean any kind of privilege. Any kind of privilege where you think your money makes you not regular. Where you make your status or your your parents' job makes you not regular. Your family background makes you not regular. Shoot, don't act like we don't think your race and your hair and how you look makes you not regular. Everyone is regular. No, but seriously, y'all know I big up myself every day. I look in the mirror and give myself them affirmations of you so awesome every day, but come on now, I'm still regular. So needless to say, that parent went out on Facebook and started a blog about, me. no really, like weekly blog about things that's happening in Ms. Daniel's class. And like i wasn't on facebook like that then right so other teachers who were were like screenshot and sending it to me and i was like wow i didn't know i was inspiring people (laughs) no but seriously i gotta tell y'all i react differently than people to than people do when it comes to like stuff like that when people are talking about me even badly i just take it as flattery like I'm on your mind so it doesn't ever hurt my feelings when people are like I ain't hurt so much right now <laughs> I'm just saying I think it's absurd that that's how far it got and don't get me wrong right I should have cared and I don't wash my mouth we know it so I kept it moving She definitely had to move to the regular class, whatever the hell that even means. Um, And by the end of the year, that girl was my bestie. She wrote me uh, on the week, Teachers Appreciation Week, she wrote me the best letter ever, 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 ever. So the truth is that's when I started to realize that even in those failure moments of making people upset and now being the bad enemy, i was actually successfully reaching children right parents have always had this love-hate relationship for me that same parent though by the way just so we're clear that same parent by the the fourth year graduation gave me a hug at her daughter's graduation because i pushed her and i kept checking on her all throughout high school and i pushed her and her mom gave me a hug so eventually people come around not everybody but eventually because the truth is even in our moments of failure you know, we got to see through what the lesson is being taught. What are we learning? What are we doing? What are we striving for when we're doing it? Right? That's what we talk about. So in the book, That's what I'm talking about. Just moments. That moment was not originally even in the book. I thought about it when I was reading the last chapter, which is called Privilege. And I was like, "Mm, I forgot about this moment. I need to include this moment because it adds to the texture of what you're gonna understand about me when you read this book. You're going to understand the layers and layers and layers of failure that I've been immersed in all my life. And the fact that, Yes, they are a failure. It's not like you could say, well, that wasn't really, nah. Trust me when I tell you, these things are failures. They really are, right? I almost lost my house. Um, I ended up having to sell it on a short sale because I was laid off from my job because they thought that I was going to be graduating in some months and have this great job. And it turns out they laid me off. I got pregnant again because, you know, that's just what was happening, (laughs) I was married so i'm just saying but that's what was happening i was you know not smart enough to realize this ain't the moment listen i am absolutely pro-choice now my bad whole nother podcast but it's just even in the moments where we think we got everything out of control we don't and those are the moments we seem to call failure that aren't. That's what we think failure is, the moments we lose control of our immediate goal, our target point of success. But success is not that. Success is the extreme moment that you didn't even know was there. It's the moment you reach that you weren't striving for. Today, 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 as I record this, I am sitting in a of success. Not because everything in my my life is going right. It's not. It's so not. But because I'm sitting in so many magical moments that I didn't know was here and I only got here through the moments of failure. Because I'm sitting here in the moments that I can bask in joy and actually uncontrollable of its design. I had no control over me sitting in the seat i'm sitting in at this new position that i'm about to start i had no control of this life coaching business that i'm starting no seriously i know how that sounds people just kept asking me to be their coach it was really weird for me like that people just kept asking me if i could mentor them and so eventually Oh my God, am I a coach already? That's what happened. That's how success happens, is when you really just indulge in the moments that are already occurring. Indulge in the moments that are already bringing you happiness, that are bringing you joy, that are fulfilling the peace in your life. One of the quotes in the book is, and I'm I'm summarizing, I'm paraphrasing because I need you to read the actual book, is that our purpose is not this magical thing we're striving for. Our purpose is in every single moment we do. Our purpose is in every step we take. And when we finally, finally sit back, relax, and take part in that acknowledgement, that's when success starts to happen. When you stop trying to live out a life of no failures is when you truly stop failing. Because failure only means you quit. That's it, that's it. So, you know. Hopefully, my book will be released coming up for my 40th birthday. So y'all do have a little bit of time, but we will do some mini book reads from now until then. I won't completely tease you. But I just felt like with all the changes that are happening in my life right now and the message that my son said to me, and I just felt like I needed to come talk. I needed to come talk and remind everyone out there that every time you fail, As long as you keep going, greatness is on the other side. That's what I need you to know. Don't stop trying. Success is waiting for you. Thanks, boo. As always, I want to say thanks for listening. No, seriously, you guys are great and awesome. And I appreciate the people who will come on here, indulge in it, and then come on my Instagram and hit me up with some feedback. I really do. But what I also need you to do is I need you to go log on to our Eventbrite page, your community, YVR community. Because we are really starting to grow in the events that we put on. They were all women's events, and then recently we had a trivia night, and that was just as magical. So we are going to start a little bit more co-ed things. I'm hoping to team up with a couple male groups in Bridgeport so that we can get more involved in the community all collectively and not just serve women because, you know, y'all my people. But I'm just saying, thank you always for listening. Check out our event page so that you can connect with us. Thanks for listening.